0: Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. Hello, everybody. The sun is shining and I'm in a pretty good mood. Hence the tone in my voice. It's July. The sun is out. We're into the uh, full depth of summer and uh, we got a lot of reason to be thankful. I have a lot of reason to be thankful. Uh, life is good, and I love, I love when the sun's shining. So I hope wherever I find you today you're doing well and that you've had some time to relax and enjoy our beautiful province. Um, I'm also excited because today I get to hang out and speak with uh, a guy who I find really um, fascinating and who, interesting, uh, Pratik Singh. Uh, many of you know him out of our Surrey office. I have not spent a ton of time with Pratik. I mean, we have spent some time together. He's one of these people where I feel like I always want more of him. I think he's a really deep thinker. I think he's intelligent. I would bet that he goes about his business in a very methodical way. And if any of you follow him online, you know that he's also very passionate about anything related to food and beverages. And I believe he's quite talented as well. So... Um, I'm really excited to spend some time with him today and pick his brain and get to know him a little bit more. We'll see where the conversation goes. So without further ado, let me, uh, let me give Pratik a call.
1: Hey, Andrew, how you doing? Hey Pratik, Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. What's new?
0: I am, uh, so we're talking, I'm actually sitting in the shade in my car at a park right now because <laughs> I'm at a stage in life where I cannot control the noise level in my house. I have right. three rambunctious children, <laughs> so <laughs> oh man. So this actually this often turns into if I have to uh, like make calls and be focused or whatever, yeah. I will I will come to the park, and sometimes I'll hunker down in my car or sometimes I'll be outside my car. So it's kind of like my favorite my favorite go to spot. What about you? Where are you hanging out?
1: So sorry, you know what? I I, I just plugged my uh, headphones, so I may have lost you oh. last two seconds. <laughs>
0: I was bad, I was man. sharing my heart and you missed me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was boy, sharing yeah, the most intimate listening. details of, of my day and you weren't listening. <laughs> I know. I know, man. I'm sorry. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'll, my bad. I'll have to try to recreate <laughs> the moment for you. No, I was. I was just telling you that I'm. Uh, I'm parked in my car at the local park by my house, because I've got a 14, 12, and 10 year old, and in summertime, I can't control distractions at the house, so. This is oh jesus this this yeah. is how I can be uh, this is how I can be you know best left alone and sitting in my car. I'm assuming you're at your place or what?
1: No, no. You know what? I'm at the office. I had a listing appointment nearby, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna stand behind. But but like our our place is no different. Like minus kids, but we're in a we're in like a warehouse type studio loft. It's a sizable space, but you know, it's uh, it's just there's a lot of noise, a lot of like. It's, you know, in the back alley, there's trucks going all the time. Like, mm. uh, you anyway, know, it just is a nightmare. I knew it was going to be a disaster. So anyway, this is good. But are, are, you, are you cool, though? Like, are you cool? Uh, I don't want to inconvenience you because uh, you're in a car in a park.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. We're good, man. No, no, no. I, I came here specifically for this. This is awesome. I've got, I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm, okay. I'm totally set. I have done probably, um, I'll bet you more than half of the podcasts in the last six months. I've done exactly this in the park <laughs> just because it's it's kind of it's it's a park that's like literally uh 30 seconds from my house it's usually pretty right. quiet and i i do a lot of work here too like i'll come here and blast off an hour and a half or two hours of phone calls wow just because it's it's i like to be outside but it but it, there's no distractions
1: ah okay well that's that's interesting that i like that i like the sound of that okay fair enough, fair where, enough.
0: where do you live are you in new westminster or where do you live
1: no, no, I live in East Van. Um,
0: East Van, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so uh, I'm moving, uh, well, I'm on Main and 4th. I'm moving to Main and 17th uh, in, in, uh, next month, uh, say about a month from now. So same neighborhood, uh, just a little bit more space. But yeah, no, I, I've been there for a few years now. Yes, that, that's where I'm stationed. So if you ever needed to, or if you're ever in the hood, make sure you come by. I'll, there's nothing but restaurants and coffee shop and tons of beers, man, tons.
0: So, okay, Maine and 17th. Can, can you give me like a landmark that's close to that? I mean, I, I don't know Vancouver like the back of my hand. I go there, but, you know, I have my spots I go to. Give me give me a restaurant or something you're close to.
1: Sure. sure. So, so the closest landmark right now is Science World. So you know where Science oh, it's World that, is?
0: That's how, okay, that part of Maine is where you are. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's like very close to like, I'm literally two, five minute walks to the seawall. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it, it's all, everything is there where I'm moving to. It's just going to be 10 minutes away from the action. So it's only Vancouver blocks are very small, like compared yeah. to, you know, like the Surrey blocks or whatever, but it's uh so, so it's like a 10 minute walk, but it's a more quieter, a little bit more residential, a little bit more, I don't want to say upscale, but, My neighborhood is like you know it's everybody's there, right? You got homelessness, you got a bit of this, bit of that, but there it's just mostly you got a lot of professionals and uh, other people alike. So, uh, so, so same neighborhood, but yeah, it's it's just same same action, tons of restaurants and and breweries, and yeah, you just name it, man. Like it's just uh, (laughs) I just love being there. I would
0: I would not have called that East Van. That's called East Van. It's it's
1: like the end of East Van. Like it's it's just like the last stop. Like in fact, literally. A uh, half a block where I live is, is where the west side of Vancouver starts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think of, I would have definitely called that, you know, more west than east. And then you're not even that far from, like, uh the old Athlete's Village, right? Like, that's not too far.
1: No. Oh, goodness no. Like, like I, I'm literally, like, five-minute walk right yeah. now. Like, it's it's so, so walking on Falls Creek is, like, every night, you know, take, take the dog out. Like, it is totally. uh, so easy. So easy, man. It's so easy
0: being yeah, there. Yeah, we we see you on Instagram, Pratik. We know. We, we get <laughs> we get the envy. We see the shots. What's your yeah. What's your dog's name?
1: Uh, Allie.
0: Allie. I see. I. I mean, I feel like I know her, but you know, I've never met her. Yeah. I've seen her a hundred times.
1: I'm tell you, you keep seeing her, but you don't come down. That's that's. Uh, what's with that? Come hey, on. let me so tell yeah. you.
0: Let me tell you something. Pre pre COVID, I spent. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I was there every week, but I would have been in Vancouver. Two to three times a month for sure. Um, you know, whether it's dinner, Canucks game weekend, you know, just hang out or whatever and whatever. I mean, we all know what the last year and a half has been and I, I'll bet you Uh, I've been to Vancouver in the last 18 months, definitely less than five times. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I miss it. I miss it. I miss the dining. I miss the vibe. And my wife was actually just downtown. Last weekend, and she just said it was just so awesome to, uh, you know, to go out and have an amazing dinner, and uh, yeah. just whatever kind of do what we used to do all the time and take for granted, right?
1: Yeah, you you know, you know, it's so interesting, uh, like like being there, living there. Uh, I know it's it's my my. I, I mean, I work I work in Vancouver too. Like I've got some referrals coming in now, but uh, but but I'm still commuting to Surrey every day, just, just to be at the office. Once I'm, once I drive back, it's never one day that I felt like it's a long day that I wanted to shut it out early and wish I lived close to where I work or anything like that. Because once you're there, you just transcend it into a different environment. Like you know, anything and everything is is sort of you know um, at at your doorstep, right? Like we never, like I never get in the car uh it's uh, groceries uh errands it's all on foot like it's it's incredible so uh just just that aspect alone just kind of you know has a has a good draw to it right so
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah no i like it like it's been it's been there I'm hoping to be there a few more years and maybe i'll uh see you at Sumas mountain after that you never know <laughs>
0: so, oh would you you know could you could uh-huh. you come east could you do that <laughs>
1: absolutely absolutely yeah. i I love I love East Abbotsford so much. I mean, I, I worked there. Uh, you know, last twelve months, I've learned a lot about it. Just being there, I, I think it's an incredible community. I mean, it's a fantastic neighborhood to raise a family. And yeah, um, but just just even this sprawling, right? Like, it's just it's not. It, it's a different kind of suburb. And I, you know, what I like about East, East East Abbotsford as well. I've seen like a lot of families that have moved and relocated. They're from not necessarily from Abbotsford, so they're bringing no. something new to table. I've yeah. seen like new restaurants that are opening up, a lot of mom and pop shops, small businesses. I love that aspect, and that's what draws me to a community. So, so yeah, you, you just never know, right? I mean, just uh, just feel, when, when I'm ready to grow, that's that's where where I, I see myself
0: hmm. for sure. Hmm.
1: So, when how old? Favorite, how
0: old are you? So.
1: Oh man, way too old. I I feel 60, but I'm 39. 30, oh, 30, hey, 39.
0: I've got you by one. I'm 40. <laughs> I've got you by one year. Do you, Are turn, you 40? Do you turn 40 this year or you turn 39 this year? No, I
1: turned 39 this
0: year. Oh, um, so you're you're an 82, 80. baby. Okay, I'm 81. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're 81. Yeah, man, you look 30. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I you to be 40. <laughs> well, I,
0: I, I feel the same about you. I didn't know whether or not you were 28 or 45. I feel like you could have been anywhere in between. I had no idea. Come on. I, mean, yeah, I hope that's not a pickup line. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come no, on. Hey, you know what? I've never tried uh, that. Maybe I should try it.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just messing, man. I'm just messing. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, uh, yeah, no, no, it's uh, 39, man. It's just, uh, but last 12 months it's been like, yeah, whatever, you know, COVID this or COVID that. And, yeah. but I just gotta do a little bit more self care so I can feel like I'm 39 and you know, but that's, that's okay. It just is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, 39, uh, next so, 39 next month.
0: Um, 39 next month, okay, sweet. Yes, yeah, see how I feel. <laughs> well, that's good. Hey, you know what? Probably you'll have a birthday before we get locked down again. So uh, I, I, know, I think I the lockdown so. is, inev- is inevitable, but you should be good. Oh, man. My birthday I hope so. uh, is uh-huh. January. So oh, I right. have been – so my 40th birthday was nothing because January is like, you know, whatever. The, I, I think I lose track, but I feel like uh, – well, I guess lot two Januarys ago. That was before things really got bad. So, uh, but my fortieth birthday was um, actually. You want to know? Well, you know, I want to talk to you about you, but I'll tell you what I did for my fortieth birthday because you might like it. I couldn't no party, of course, right? Right. So, I went downtown. That this is one of the times I've been downtown. I went downtown right. alone for uh, two full days, but just one night to the Fairmont. Pacific Rim which is like my go-to hotel and I was just totally alone solitude no kids no wife introspective it was amazing and uh, I'm normally like a party guy but I did the opposite and it was really really good
1: you're kidding. So, so may may ask you why. I mean, was there a reason that you wanted to uh, do the solo, or? Uh,
0: well, you know what, I knew it was probably partly. So, don't get me wrong. I had visions of like renting the house in Hawaii and having all my friends come and going like, completely over the top, right? But March. we knew well in advance that that wasn't happening. So, uh, also, like you know, I would say that you know the last year and a half has been. Uh, at times, an anxiety-filled uh time. I mean, mm-hmm. not so much. You know, we've worked hard, obviously, in our industry, but you know, there was there were some seasons there earlier on in the brokerage when we were trying to figure things out and adjust. So it was stressful. So I think mm-hmm. when I got to January, I was frustrated that I couldn't. You know, I was whatever. I was being a bit of a baby, and I was frustrated that I couldn't do something. You know, I, I guess I wasn't aware of all the other millions of people that also couldn't have birthdays at that time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but I thought, Hey, what would be the best thing for me? And I, and as I thought about it, I thought, you know what the best thing would be to actually just get away alone and read and sleep and think. And like, so I, I went to the Fairmont, like I love that hotel. I did yeah. not leave. Their sushi bar was open. They got a great sushi bar. So between the sushi bar and the in-room dining, uh, I did not leave the hotel for nearly two days. Uh, except yeah. for, to go for like a walk or whatever, right? But like, no, right. no there at that time, restaurants were shut down, if you remember. Uh, or yeah. they weren't shut down, but they were very restricted. But I could eat at the sushi bar, uh, which, I mean, I could eat sushi five times a day, so that's fine. Right. Yeah, that was my 40th birthday. So it was good. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's that's incredible. I mean, I, I, what I took from that is like you did you did you, and and I know four forty is very special milestone, right? Like it's uh, and so so I mean I I would imagine that that you're probably bummed out as well that that you know all the years you're turning a special birthday and you know you, you can't really be free, right? So uh, I guess a lot a lot led to it, led up to it, and then you you decided to. Just, just take some time off for you and just, just have the solitude. I mean, I hope it was a great time, you know, I mean. It It uh, was,
0: I I came back and I felt totally refreshed and restored and it was what I needed. You know, I mean, Hey, these are first world problems, right? Like the fact that I, I mope about going to a Fairmont alone (laughs) for my 40th birthday. We're very, we're, we're very fortunate here.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, I mean, if you ever you know get into that, you'd you know. I mean, I'm sure you have you have friends in other uh, acquaintances and in Vancouver. But hey, look me up hey, anytime. You're you're ever down and you want to just hang out or you know just take some time and decompress.
0: I won't. I won't be shy. Now that we've uh, you know now that I know where you live, I for some yeah. reason I thought you were in New West. I don't know why I thought you were in New West, but uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were yeah. downtown. So now I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up. <laughs> In time. I have Canucks tickets, so when season starts up, yeah, you know, maybe we'll go to a Canucks game or something. Who knows?
1: Oh, love that, man. That would that'd would be incredible. Yeah, you, you know, it's 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 been. Um I, I've been pretty coy about where I live, and I'll tell you why. Um, I, I haven't. Uh, first of all, Vancouver can draw a bit of a negative perception just amongst people because when you say Vancouver, people automatically assume it's downtown, and downtown can draw, oh, you know, party or whatever. Right? Yeah, so yeah. People yeah. think what they think. But but for my work, I, I I have very very just discreet about it. People don't ask me because a lot of my clients from before. Know that I, I used to live in Surrey, South Surrey. I mean, I moved around quite a bit, but they uh, they still assume that. But slowly I started breaking in, and then I didn't know that that strengthened my relationships even more. So, in the last, like, you know, uh, I guess since, since the COVID, the phase two started reo- reopening plan, yeah. I've actually had clients that turned into friends because they're visiting me. They're actually coming down and like show us around, you know, we're hitting breweries, where we're uh, dining out. Like, it's it's such an incredible emotion that i can't describe because to connect with somebody not outside of an active transaction is 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 what makes me like gives me the biggest joy in this mm-hmm. career and so 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 it's, so it's great like it's been that's been a blessing so i feel more confident in telling people where i live and you know so that they don't just assume that oh he's not local anymore so he's not going to look after our needs and you know so it's, it's a good thing
0: so okay you, I got to, I got to dive into a question I wanted to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Where does the love for food, like you're a culinary, like you just love food and drink, right?
1: Yeah. A little too much, man.
0: <laughs> a too much. So where did that, is that, are you born with that? Did you develop that? Like, how did that, where, where'd that come from? No, uh, you know, back in early
1: 2000s, um, I decided to take a job up in Whistler and, um, And it was um, a contract that led up to Olympics. It was one of the planning stages of uh, 2010 Olympics. So anyway, so I took a job there and uh, I, I was, you know, I was responsible for myself. And one of my colleagues or my manager. In fact, he was huge into food and he would invite, you know, us and some of his clients. So I don't know what happened, but it was just the one time I saw him cooking and hmm. describing what he made that really struck with me. And then I, I, I don't know, after that, it was just like, I, I got to do something. And then, uh, you know, it just led into a passion of discovery. It wasn't about necessarily uh what i wanted to eat it was just what i wanted to make and Mm. and it was so 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 and then whistler was you know it's being even though it's a small town it is the abundance of fresh produce and ingredients and right like it's it's incredible absolutely incredible and i think just just per capita the, the the amount of dining options and how many amazing restaurants especially owned by locals. Are uh, there? It was just so inspiring. So, so I was just in my little, you know, um, um, condo that I was l- uh, renting uh, seasonally at that time. So, yeah. just would come home from work. In fact, I was so bored of that job that I used to do. I should think about, well, <laughs> what what I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna head up to Nestor's. I'm gonna head up to IGA and just buy this and do that. And and you know, I, I was it was it was pretty. Uh, you know, it was a time where I didn't really have. Uh, you know, any friends up there. And so I had a lot of time to myself and, and I'd come back to the lower Mainland only on the weekend. So it just, just allowed a lot of time to get in touch with that emotion, which really grew. And, uh, and after that, it was, it just evolved and evolved. And, uh, I, I, I started, uh, cooking. I, I mean, as a guy, I'd be honest with you, I get bored of things very easily. And it's just the one thing in my life that struck and, and it still remains, so uh, hmm. yeah, it just 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 as a passion, I never you know divulged or thought about more into it, just because I know it's it's uh, it can go really deep and really long in so many ways. So hmm. so I'm just happy that I, I I get to do this on the side and uh, you know just just uh, when as and when I get time. The the time is the biggest constraint with cooking because when totally. you are trying to think, you always have to think about you know starts with. A blank, a canvas, like it's a plate. You you think about the contours. You think about the shape of the plate. You want to see how you want to shape up the food on the plate, and how it's going to look look at you. How it's going to speak to you before you even, you know, taste it. And before you taste it, it's about the texture. So 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 there's like so many components that get into the planning process. But but anyway, you know what? It, it's not like I said. It was not about making the food that I wanted to eat. It was just about making anything that was. driving a sense of intrigue Hmm. and 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 now even being in Vancouver more so because there's just incredible amount of culinary passion and artists and people where I live in you know a lot of people talk food they grow their foods uh, food uh, in their small little you know uh, spaces and it's just very encouraging so so that's why I kind of resonate with you know where I live and you know draw more inspiration.
0: So what is a do you have a dish that you've done that you're particularly proud of or that you remember or that was just amazing to eat I mean listening to you talk about it you take it to like four levels past what most most people are just like it was delicious so i love it you're talking about the shape and texture which is what makes it awesome
1: Yeah yeah you know uh it was so 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 i'm actually drawn to textures more than i'm drawn drawn to taste Here's a quick example for you um, you know that whole beyond meat uh, um, yes. uh, culture that that we're in.
0: Yes. It, it, so
1: so people are eating a beyond meat, like let's just say a burger or or whatever else. You're eating because it, it emulates the flavor. People think that you know this tastes like beef or this tastes like whatever chicken. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. But it's actually the, the 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 secret in the sauce is not the flavor. It's, it's the texture. texture. Because totally. Yeah. You know, when you bite into a burger, like you you may feel like the taste is off. I I don't think it's beef, but it's something else. But at least it's not throwing you off. Like, it's, oh, geez, what, what the hell is crumbling apart? Because that's what the genius of the company is in making that p- uh, burger just make people switch over. Hmm. Of course, it comes with a lot of emulsifiers uh, and all that debate oh, that yeah. goes it's, on. A lot of that right? stuff is just full <laughs> of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But but it, it just drew me because, uh, like, I don't have a particular dish or something I made. But, like, I, I'll give you an example a year, a couple of years ago, I was just toying around with a celery root, like it's it's called celery, acer celery root. Yep. It's, uh, it's it's one of those disgusting-looking veg, root vegetables you see in your produce. You walk past it, you you know, and why would you, right? So, yeah, totally. So anyway, you you pick it up. And and I started taking. As like you know, I did a bit of research. You can replace this as a mashed potato. You could puree that. You could Mm -hmm. make fries out of that. So, so, obviously, a lot more health benefits just to compared to a potato. But the interesting thing is, the taste of celery root is so much superior. I felt it was a bit, bit of sweetness to it. So, so, all of a sudden, when you try to look at different profiles and you know what what a particular. Um, ingredient is, how much you can manipulate it without losing the integrity of that ingredient. I think that's where it is. A prime example would be like, if you go to a restaurant, let's just say you order yourself a tuna uh, dish and tuna was your main protein. Um, I don't know if, if you pay attention or people or I even for that matter, but sometimes when you try to eat tuna, you want the dish to taste off the tuna, not about all the sauces necessarily, because yes. some things can be overpowering. Yes. You know, and then my particular gripe is with sushi because you love sushi. So I, I, I love sushi too. And I've seen that some of the restaurants when you go, uh, you know, a lot of these... sushi Don't stab- get me started. I know where <laughs> you're going. I'm going to
0: lose my mind. I know what you mean. Oh! Right? It just drizzle with sauces all over, all over. I'm like, where's the fresh fish? <laughs> you know, totally. I'm always like, you go to sushi if they put that that stupid hot mayo or that sweet crap <laughs> all over it, they've yeah. they've ruined yeah. it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Because cause you're you're all already eating the best. I mean, you should be eating a very fresh off the sea, you know, maybe it's flash frozen, uh, piece of tuna or salmon yeah. or whatever, yeah. but it should taste off the sea. Like you should taste the ingredient, like, you know, okay. I'm not saying that you can't dress it up, but, but don't dress it up where you literally just overpower the, the totally. main star of the dish. Yeah, absolutely. So so yeah, it's 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 just it's just kind of one of those things. I mean, I, I honestly, I love to eat. Um, you're you're gonna laugh at this, but um, being of the uh, Indian uh, descent, like you know my 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 background, I have no knowledge of Indian food. Like that is outright embarrassing. Like I literally can't cook. So, food.
0: mom and dad, like you didn't have any of it growing up, or what? Yeah, I, I mean, I
1: just. <laughs> You know, pretty pretty converse uh, to what people say and how they feel about, you know, drawing inspiration. I actually didn't draw any inspiration from from (laughs) from my mom. She she
0: can hear it. That's amazing.
1: It's not a shot at her. I'm calling
0: mom. As soon as we're done, I'm calling mom. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
1: I I, I, I just, I just did it. I was like, yeah, you do you. I don't really care. You know, it's a. I mean, but mind, you, it, was, it wasn't about. It wasn't about her or or. It, I just, I was a regular kid. I'm not into food growing up. Like it, the, the food really caught on to me in my early twenties, and oh. and that's where I really had a knack for it. So. So it was so so that's why I didn't have a hunkering for cooking Indian food. And, you know, like I, I just I just I, I guess my my palate and my um, my interest was just drawn on more of a global scale and which also includes Indian. But but I just I can't do everything. just put it that way. Right. Like and mm-hmm. then you have your passion, you have your interest in particular genre of food. And there's a lot a lot I like, a lot I want to do. But there's certain cuisines that I just. Eat out, or, or or like Indian food is one of them, and or I go to my parents' house to eat it there.
0: Sure.
1: In fact, sushi is also one of those those uh, things with discipline. But Japanese food in general, it's that is my It is, and that is actually my biggest inspiration in the modern day where I'm drawing. Uh, how uh, you know? I'm 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 looking at these documentaries on YouTube. They're not even in English. I mean, they're just right out of Japan. I'm just reading their stories with subtitles, and anyway, it it, it it's incredible. Just just it's just about the discipline. So yeah, I mean, it's I I like it. I I hope it goes somewhere. Uh, you know, with or sorry, not go somewhere. I just hope it sticks with me, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, as I grow older, and you know, see what happens. <laughs> you know, you, you made yeah. a
0: um on I think I think I don't know if I saw it on your Facebook or instagram you did a cocktail the other night you did a lime giblet oh gin gin lime yeah. giblet or something like that what'd you call it
1: yeah yeah it was it was just a cucumber
0: gin gimlet like it was gimlet. Very, that's uh, it not giblet gimlet, giblet. <laughs> gimlet. <laughs> <It's not laughs> giblets and a chicken sorry. that's different
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know so so it's it's interesting right like i i i've had a i've had a lot of battle about um Not not making myself totally food centric uh, because that page where I'm posting is my real estate page. Yeah, yeah. But like about a year ago, uh, I asked around a bunch of people and just say, hey, you know, what do you think if I if I just unreal estate it a bit and just put a human element in front of it, saying, yeah, hey, you know, uh, this is who I am in real life. But you know, I I I know more than just real estate. I'm not Mister 24/7. I do have a life, and this is what I do when I'm not working. It it was kind of you know it it was like you know it took a lot of um, uh, courage and and a lot of fear to overcome,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but but yeah no so 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 I started posting a couple of videos last year but then I just again I fell uh, you, you know shy of that because maybe work took off or I just didn't have time so so it was summer you know I thought to myself you know what I why not like just let's just put some perspective out there you know. Food and drink, uh, alcohol or no, non-alcoholic, I think it's a global language that everybody understands. Totally and agree, some, I totally agree. Right, and in some fashion, Anybody can relate to it, you know. So, so I felt
0: like it. Well, it, maybe, it, maybe sex too, but it would be awkward putting that on your feet. So wow. you just stick to food and drink, oh, or try the yeah. sex. That would be interesting, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Next thing you know, I was council's after me, and I'm uh, a red line on <laughs> RACBC's
1: website. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. no. because because we're not known to draw a controversy. Yeah, already, right? totally. As uh, yeah, real estate
0: industry doesn't have enough of that. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Right. So yeah, yeah, you know, so, so, so that was a, that's I don't know if you, you saw the whole video, but it's so easy to do.
0: So you, you triggered something. I have a story to tell connected to it. So I'm watching it the other night and I, this is something that I had actually forgotten. Uh So pre, uh, actually, sorry, this was during the Olympics. Uh, So 2010, I got to, uh, I go to go, got to go to a, a number of events And Mm -hmm. I'm at Blue Water Cafe, which is back then, I think it was fairly new around that time. It's been around for a long time now, and it's been bought by the Aquilini's. But back then, it wasn't owned by by the Aquilini's. So I got talking to a bartender, and he invented a drink that they still have there today called Jacob's Ladder. And I had forgotten about this drink. This was my favorite cocktail for many, many years. And I had, so I got I got talking to the, this was literally like, you know, in between, I can't remember what, I, I went to Russia versus Canada. It might've been like before that quarterfinal game that was just absolutely epic. And I'm sitting at the bar mm-hmm. talking to this guy and he's the one that made the drink. And so he showed me how to make it. And mm-hmm. then when you made this drink on Instagram the other night, it was actually very, very similar, but it had a few small differences. So you had gin, lime cucumber and then you use the um that what's that liqueur that you had in there elderflower Elder elderflower f- elderflower so this yeah. cocktail has all of those elements but in addition to those mm-hmm. elements it also has green chartreuse uh, oh yeah which yep, is another yep. interesting you know liqueur and then it has yep. i'll butcher this because i'm not french but that the french name for almond syrup so orge or orzat i don't know if you've ever seen yeah. that People put it in coffee or whatever. And so, but it's this like incredibly kind of floral almond, heavy lime cocktail that, uh, and then it's got that freshness from the cucumber. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like my go-to cocktail for probably like a five-year period. And then, I don't know, I forgot about it. And then I'm watching your Instagram thing the other night. And so what you made reminded me of it. It's a little bit different, but they probably have very similar flavor profiles.
1: <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I have so much, so much respect for uh, the uh, cocktail or the, the mixologist, that, that industry.
0: Oh, it's unreal. A cocktail,
1: unreal. The cocktail is an art form. Like, it is absolutely no different than making uh, food in a restaurant. And, and, like, the cocktail you described, Blue Water Cafe. Cafe no surprise because yeah. because you just said it, uh, you know, my, my drink is a basic drink and you can call that like as a starter or, or, you know, everyday home drink. But when you said you adding those other elements, that's how it takes you to the next level Totally, because it gives you that aha moment. Okay. I haven't had this. There's a new a layer of element to this, or, you know, this is hitting the palate really well. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tremendous. Like how, how uh, deep that, that conversation can go and, you know, the talk process. So, it's, it's incredible but now that you've said it now that you've had it for five years or, or more now you gotta do this same. You, you gotta reciprocate
0: oh uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll you know what i'll <laughs> totally when we will we'll get together i'll do a uh i will say that blue water my one complaint so when the original guy was there the guy that made it the drink was yeah. perfectly balanced and i've been back since and now they're making it too sweet and i don't know if that's just because they like Screwed up the recipe over time, or they thought that's what people wanted. Yeah, but I don't like necessarily the way they're making it now. Uh, you think it used to be better?
1: Yeah, and yeah, you know what? Uh, I, not not in terms of the cocktail, but I've heard the same uh, thing about food uh, in the recent years. Um, not saying that the food is off or anything, but there's there's certain things that you could, you just see that that I think I think it's when anytime you know, a big conglomerate or or a, a company takes over you. A lot of chefs in the kitchen also lose a bit of creative control. A star uh, story is Hawksworth, you know, uh, and and that. Yes. Right? Totally. David Hawksworth, like, he's been, I guess, probably the most reverse chef of Vancouver. He has part ownership in that restaurant, he controls. He's not going to let a uh, uh, you know a restaurant tour control, and I, I I hear that a lot in the culinary world where um you know people don't get to be creative because they have to go with set menus and mm-hmm. and cocktails and yeah so it's, it's 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 a bit unfortunate you know like, like in fact um I'll, I'll just do a quickly give you a sidebar one of my passions I wanted to do I don't know one time I thought that you know it'd be cool to have um a lot of chefs including home chefs come and jam together, right? Like, you know, we have this warehouse or something somewhere in like Vancouver, probably East Vancouver somewhere. And, and, you know, where you have live bands just, just every night, there's a different chef and they're freestyling. They're just giving you their best craft and people, you buy tickets, you attend, and it's just an incredible time. Same goes with, uh, mixologist there right i don't know it would be a it'd be it was a passion project you know i thought it'd be cool to do because it's it's unorthodox and no you know it just invites a lot more <laughs> anyway yeah, i don't know we'll will come to fruition or not it sounds pretty uh bold and uh controversial at the same time right so anyway that's that's just just thought i'd share with you um hmm. something i thought of a while back
0: i think what we've established here is you and i could talk about food and beverage for two hours easily yeah. But but, I, but I, yeah. Have, I do have a couple other things I want to get to. So if we can, I want to just yeah. like say, okay, we nailed that. We did good. We've covered those things.
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah.
0: You actually, you mentioned something that I wanted to come back to. You said, so at some point in time, you, you know, you shifted the way you tried to shift the way your, your persona online with your clients and you said like, it was a bit scary. It took some risk. Maybe let me, let me circle back to that and say like, do you have a, Defined mission statement or purpose or something that you live by with your clients through your business or like what what drives you what determines how you do what you do.
1: And I think to, at the core of my business is based on communication, and and uh, what really drives me is interactions over well in person. To be honest, I I, I think um, the, the the face of trust is the actual face itself, like human face. We show up. I mean, you know, we we do. I know social media is the end all be all these days, but I've always said I say that to my clients. I'm not afraid to say that. Uh, I said that that's always going to be a secondary aspect with me because, you know, social media is a tool and, and it's a great tool, but it's not the ultimate thing, because you and I, when we're sitting in the room together, you're you're hearing me out, you're looking at my body language, I'm looking at yours. We're building a chemistry. Mm-hmm. There's no way to replace that uh, aspect alone. And I think uh, that that you know, so so in terms of you know principalities and and mission statements, like I I, I go with being human. I think that's, that's really it. Uh, I don't want to sound robotic. Uh, I, I I show up and let people know what I do. And, you know, I try my biggest success out of any meeting that I've had with anybody is to build relationship and chemistry. I'm not transactional. I, I unfortunately, I, I, it, I've tried that in the past mm-hmm. and not that it hasn't worked. It's just, it probably doesn't sit within the core of me. Um I'm all referral, uh, you know, over over ninety five percent of my transactions are year over year. But but it's just because I, I wanna I wanna I wanna call you, I wanna say, Andrew, how you doing? Like how's your day? You know, mm-hmm. uh, and not not, not because I, I'm looking for business. I just because I wanna talk to you. And and uh that that's really it. Like it's it's simple. It's, you know, we'll, we have enough complications in a world. We don't want to have to make it more complicated. And I think human interactions, especially coming out of COVID are even more pivotal than they've ever been. So yeah, just, just going to go back to the basics and, uh, you know, come back and, uh, lament that fact that I'm, I'm not a machine. So,
0: so what did you, uh, like while we were locked down, was that like, given how you, you know, what you just said. What was the last you know? Not that we were locked down for the last eighteen months, but there was a period of time where, like, we clearly were not face to face with clients. What? Yeah. Well, how did? What did you do in that time, and how was that for you? That was uh,
1: that was incredibly tough uh, because that was the first time I think it was last April mm-hmm. um, when we didn't know what essential services even meant. At that point, I mean, there's so much confusion. I, I think I think just the fear in itself. You know, when you feel like there's a state of emergency or a curfew, where I'm sure uh, people who live their natural lives never had to bear that. So nobody knew what to expect in the first place, and what the, the you know the seriousness of this danger or threat. But I think I think uh, you know my uh, initial reaction was to uh, look out for people. Um, that are in need, you know, uh, especially I knew that the elderly are going to be compromised, and I do have a fair amount of baby boomer population that I've met over the years. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I reached out to to uh, my my clients, asked about their families and their parents, and you know uh, how they were coping. Um, yeah, I mean it was it was like it was no like I said there was no motive, there was no 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 uh, real estate conversation. It was a conversation about people and and just just in, in terms of care j- just wanted to make sure you know everybody is well looked after i mean i remember you if you, you remember i mean the the basic necessities were oh, yeah. missing off yeah, of oh, groceries like toilet paper was like old <laughs> toilet at <that> point. paper <laughs> you know i
0: i will never understand the toilet paper thing of all the things yeah i don't yeah. i don't i never I don't get that i don't know why it was toilet paper I, I I know. I, I mean, you know, the,
1: the, I think there's a lot of impulse uh, purchase or uh, impulse reactions to to n- in news coming, and and everybody reads into things differently, you know. So so the toilet paper craze comes out of fear, fear of scarcity, fear of uh, you know, well, you know, at the end of days, you know, apocalypse. But but I think at the end of the day. I think it doesn't cost it didn't cost anyone anybody sorry anybody anything to just check up on each other. I know you guys did a phenomenal job to check up on our, on, on the team uh, on us, uh, and you know it encouraged us to do the same with our clients, right? Like, because mm-hmm. fear is is not like it, it wasn't limited to one group or one person. Oh no! At that
0: yeah, at right? that moment like at, it was that, everywhere
1: it was everywhere. Like it doesn't matter who you are. You could be Bill Gates. (laughs) You could be, you know, anybody. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's it's so, so, and, 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 you know, fast forwarding to today, uh, we look at how, you know, we got vaccinations. There's, uh, you know, healthy amount of optimism, but we're not out of the woods, not even close to being out of the woods. I think, you know, people, the principle still needs to be the same We still need to do our part and check on each other and just see how we we're doing you know uh, real estate has been a bit of a blessing so we we, we all got uh, lucky in terms of uh, you know market cooperation mm-hmm. and but at the end of the day that may be one aspect but that doesn't mean that we forego what everybody else may be going through right like i, I I'm a huge advocate of small businesses so I've noticed restaurants small mom and pop shops who had to pair, you know bear the brunt how can we support that so i i ran a small business campaign just a few weeks ago where i took a local coffee ro- roastery and in, in just here in surrey behind my office okay and then and yeah and then another um a natural food producer in vancouver she lives in my neighborhood so i i, I went to both of them like listen i want to buy you know, X amount of items and uh, not looking for anything. I just want you to create a label that just talks about your product. That's it. Like I, and then I, I put them in these burlap bags, and I went to a few select clients of mine who I just knew by by design they're going to appreciate coffee and natural, you know, products. So, mm-hmm. and and I let everybody know this is not about me. This is about these two businesses who I really passionately believe in. And if you like the product, please make sure you support them, be it in terms of a shout out or be it in terms of uh, buying more, looking at more, purchasing more of their products. And I think that was so well received. Oh no I, doubt. Uh, you know
0: that's amazing
1: yeah like, yeah absolutely i mean it's it's not like like i got no like i said i got no play but it was just more well received by people showing up you know me showing up my so so yeah selfishly speaking my biggest win in this was to meet people to 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 uh, show up at their doors and you know finally see their faces that i hadn't seen in a long time so that was my big win and and uh, i i just I thrive. I thrive in those, those situations, but again, because again, it goes back to the principles of uh, being human and, you know, being uh, more personable and, and, and interact with them. So, yeah.
0: Very well said. What, where does that come from? Where do you draw your life philosophy from? Like some people, you know, one person might say, well, you know, I, I'm. I mean, and I don't know this about you. Maybe there. You have a. Maybe you're religious, or you have a particular life bent. Maybe your mom and dad ingrained something in your brain. But what gives you that thought that you know being human is the most important thing to be? What What's driving you? Are you have you been shaped by something in your adult years, or have you always had that?
1: Yeah, like you know, fortunate to have great family. Uh, you know, I was uh, raised in a. Uh, <laughs> I would say in a controlled environment. I don't know. If that's uh, that can be a bit subjective. I mean, it was lack of a better word in a more of a strict environment. Not, not religious. We're not. we not a religious family. Um, it was just more around the disciplines of uh, you know respecting people that are older than you. Uh, just, we just we basics. all got
0: beat on Sunday morning pratique. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I got, okay. I got I got my beats okay.
1: too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So 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 so, I, so yeah. Getting butt handed every day was. Uh, was like eating your breakfast right <laughs> it's not a oh it's just a part was, of the day
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> part part of,
1: part of the day but but i i, I think uh, you know like the like i said the the plus side of that was that you you sort of grew in uh understanding that you know how how to treat people you know it was ingrained in us that you know uh, we're not to you know talk down uh, to other people especially in respecting the elders But I guess the second epiphany or the moment in life was in my 30s, where I I guess I grew past my 20s and, you know, became a little bit less self-centered. You know, I was more and more involved, more. you started caring more about people around me, Uh, you know, certain relationships uh, that had an impact where I learned a lot from. Yeah, it, it was it was more mostly you know, we're all a condition of our environment. So, so growing up had a lot to do with it. We, we just, uh, fortunately grew up in a, you know, a a more family, uh, a loving and caring environment. And just, uh, just, just didn't, uh, our parents never uh, allowed us to cut loose a little bit too much, which, you know, like I said, it's, uh, we we enjoyed some of that freedom, but in, in, uh, today's wherever I'm at, I'm I'm super grateful for the way they raised us. Then here we are, but yeah, no, no, uh, particular life instance it's just been uh how, how we've been a little bit on the conservative side you can say
0: and my you mentioned mom and dad they're still around
1: yeah they're still around
0: yeah. and they're siblings too good. or what
1: yeah i got a younger sister she's married got a niece and a nephew uh you know they're 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 doing great she's they're both as a family they're loving their life uh, she's uh she's a photographer my sister so she's uh She's very busy with a lot of family portraits, and you know, uh, so she's uh, made a career for herself. Dad's and dad's got a business that he launched about three years ago, uh, so he's uh, he's loving his uh, life. And uh, now they're semi-retired, so they travel a lot when when they're able. They're, actually, they're traveling right now. So
0: where and, are they? Yeah, where are so they so traveling?
1: They're in uh, Montreal, uh, no Ottawa.
0: And oh, okay, in to, Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah, right now it's yeah. in Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. they can't. Go. Yeah. But but when not they've they've uh, they've traveled probably all over Europe. And I think they're going to go back as soon as they're able. Uh, they're going to go Asia. I think they they just they just love uh, you know having a laid back life and uh, it's it's actually pretty inspiring because that's something I'd like to do 10, 15 years from now. You know, call myself semi retired. I don't know if that word exists in real estate, but we'll, we'll find out. So.
0: Well, it it can it it can. I mean, there's I've I've witnessed guys retire, and then you also witness people working well into their 70s because they're they you know they enjoy it or they they that's what they want to fill their time with. But I, I've seen people retire as well. We've had some people within our office retire in the last few years, and after you know 30, 40 year careers kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. You're absolutely right about that. Because I, I wondered, uh, you know, we've had uh, some some incredible uh, realtors, even in, in our office. In fact, I mean, I, I could definitely speak for one in Abbotsford. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it's a huge inspiration because you know they're passionate. They're truly passionate about serving the community, and mm-hmm. and uh, they've seen it all. Like you know, why I always look and look up to them. Like, what do I know? What do I really know? You know, uh, compared to the knowledge that they've amassed over, you know, their, their li- your career, you know, lifespan. And so, so yeah, to each their own, you know, but for, for me, uh, I, 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 definitely have more uh, joy in uh, spending personal time and just, uh, uh, you know, live, having some, uh, living through some experiences. So hmm. we just have to wait and see.
0: What are you doing with the rest of your summer? Are you going away at all? Have you been away?
1: No, I'm not. And that, that's sort sure of killing me right now because uh, where I live, it, it it kind of feels a bit eerie and it is not because it's absolutely dead, but you can just see there used to be a lot more buzz, you know, oh, a yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but right now everybody is away. Like I feel like, I almost feel like three out of four people are away. I don't know. It feels that way anyway. So uh, my, 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 my challenge is because I'm moving um in, in a few weeks time and I just mm-hmm. didn't time it that well that, you know, I, I have a little bit of uh, me time, but. But I think um, planning the getaway um, end of uh, next month to uh, Haida Gawaii, I I really, really
0: wanted. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Have you been? Uh, No, but it's like literally, so like, I mean, that's literally like top of my bucket list. We were, I, I would have gone, like I wanted to take my family, like I wanted to take my kids and everything this year. But right. you know, the, when we would have needed to be booking it, we still didn't know where we were going to be at travel wise, and of course, Haida Gwaii is run by uh, the bands that control that land, and they weren't letting anybody in at that time. So, long story short, couldn't go this year. But I, I want to go because that's a magical part of the world.
1: I, I, I can't. I, I, I am so in tune with exactly what we just said. Like I, I, it, it's been on my list, and I felt like every year. You know, I would love to do something local, but, but like I, I'm huge into adventure and just exploring the cultures and, and just something that's absolutely unknown to me yeah. draws me even more. And the Haida culture, like you said, you know, I've been researching a lot. Like, you know, it's incredible where you find everything in Google. I can't find a whole lot about that. And that makes me want to go even more and just uh, just see for myself what what, you know. Um, what that's about What the t- uh, it's, it's still an unchartered territory so i'm scouting a lot of places there uh but but like you you said in it, it, the, the haida nation they're very uh you know mindful of um uh the circumstances right now uh, it is allowed it is open i did check that so, so i'm past that that bit of a hurdle but uh i just uh, still have to plan it out because it is a long long journey yes. at least the way i want to do it through bc ferries uh, you know it's it's uh Combined trip, it's about twenty five hours. So on, you on you're not
0: going to fly at all. You want to, so you take yeah. the ferry, you drive to the north end of the island, then you hop yeah. over on what? What would you do from there?
1: Yeah, so so from Port Hardy, uh, it's a seventeen hour ferry to Prince Rupert, and then next day it's an eight hour ferry to Haragwai. I so, didn't know that. And, I
0: was only thinking of flying. I wasn't thinking of boat riding. That's crazy.
1: You you know you could like like flying makes the most sense. I mean if but but I think that. The reason I wanted to do the ferry along the longer route was because the the ferry goes through this inside passage
0: which you would never see otherwise totally,
1: and, yeah. and I thought that hey why not why not then, so on on the way back the the goal is to drive uh from Prince Rupert and then you know get back to Vancouver because even that's a uh, nicer parts of it are nicer drive, so like explore that part of b c and again, you know when did we do that right like it's just the, the, I keep telling myself it's just when. When are you
0: going to do that? Like it- I, want my kids, I want my kids to see that. they. I know. You know when, So I have a memory. When I was 12, I think I was 12 years old. My kids are 14, 12, and 10 right now. When I was 12 years old, my parents, for some reason, got it in their brain to, well, I know why. Because they, they, this kind of was a little bit of their past. But they took me on a three-and-a-half-week jaunt all the way up the Alaska Highway through all of Northern, wow. De- like Yukon, Northwest Territories, all the way to Alaska. And nice. that cha- like that, gave me, I mean, here I am, I'm 40 years old and I'm talking about it, right? that <laughs> I touched nature in a way that I never even thought was possible on that trip. And I know Haida Gwaii would be, it would be different, but it would be something very, very similar in terms of the impact. And that's why I want to do it with my kids because of what that trip meant. The stuff that goes on in Haida Gwaii that I've read about is it's it's literally magical. It, you feel like you're somewhere else in the world. I know, I know,
1: and you're absolutely right. I think I think it's going to be a special trip, especially if you get you know take your kids. with the age age that you mentioned them, I mean that's that's where they're going to absorb so much of that that life. Totally. Right, like it's it's going to be incredible. I think you know, uh, it's it's um you know like I mean I, I what I read about about that island like you know you, you think about billion stars right in the sky. There's no pollution. There's no light. There's no the majority of the island is still without grid and and power and and it's it's just different. It's a, it's total off the grid living and uh, and then there's a culture component, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. you're you're uh, I don't know I'm I don't know. The vision I have is trying to when I'm going to get there is just to get, be transcended back into time where you're, you're getting glimpse of how, you know, people made it work and, and how they're still making it work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, 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 I just, I'm, I'm just glad that it is the way it is out there, you know, which is uncharted still for, for majority of the part. So
0: yeah. And the, wi- and the wildlife up there is totally insane. Oh,
1: I know. I know. I, I, I'm just, Yeah so so yeah that is is in planning so if i could if i could uh do that for seven eight days or you know uh, because it's going to be i think the commute is going to be half half of that trip is going to go in commuting which is fine Mm -hmm. but it would be uh i'd be so happy and then i'd I'd gladly talk about it if i get to go once i'm back you know what that felt like
0: you you have a significant other right
1: uh, yes, yes, I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I didn't, I, I just wondered, like, does she share this pat? Like she, she's into, the, she shares the same passion with you uh, regarding oh, this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so she's very much uh passionate about traveling and, uh, just, just going exploring. Uh you so, so, so that is definitely a commonality we, we have. And, uh, you know, uh, she, she's, uh, she's, lot less adventurous than I am. <laughs> so it's, you know, like how to go by or, or uh, you know, going, like I said, off the grid is not, is met with some resistance often, but, you know, <laughs> what, 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 once you get there, it's, it's, it's not so bad, right? So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's something that uh, she's, um, she, she's definitely looking forward to as well. And uh, we're, uh, if we go, it's gonna, we're going to take our dog uh, and um, hopefully – uh She's gonna survive the journey because that's gonna be hard on her. But I'm um, really, really uh, look forward to uh just the dog uh, component because she, she's uh, missing out on a lot of action right now. Mm. Uh, she's she's an outside. Like, she's a trail dog. She's a mountain dog. She loves uh those kinds of things, right? So I just see herself running on the beach or trails. It's uh, just that that aspect alone is uh is very motivating to go.
0: Is she uh, she's some kind of a shepherd or something? Right? Is that what kind of dog is she?
1: Yeah, she she's uh she's an Australian shepherd, border collie uh, yeah. and a blue heeler.
0: Oh yeah, blue heeler, that makes sense. Okay.
1: Yeah, she is so high strung uh in and energy. Surprisingly she's calm uh, cuz she, you know, she 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 gets she gets her miles. She gets she gets very much of uh, you know, exercise. But but I think even with that like it's it's one third of what she could really, you know, wanted to do so she belongs at a farm if you we, if, we, if i had a farm like she'd be uh mm-hmm. the happiest dog so there's a lot of guilt that comes live in vancouver because of her alone so you know uh but but anyway that's it's what it is
0: we're heading to uh i'm going to tofino here uh in a couple days and i'm looking forward oh, okay. i'm looking forward to watching we got a little we have a puppy he's about 10 months old oh yeah he, he's what coming kind? uh we got a uh australian labradoodle Nice. And he's like a, he's not a mini, like, he's like, I don't know how to categorize it. He's full grown, full grown. He's like 30 pounds, maybe 30, 35 pounds tops. Right. Like he's not like a right. big dog. He's a medium dog. Anyways, this yeah, is going to yeah. be the first time he's going to see the ocean, like the big, like the real ocean. Right. And oh. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to watch, to running with him on the beach. Cause I, I grew up going to Tofino and Ucluelet as a kid yeah and i I just I love it like I just absolutely love it and uh it's gonna be yeah. cool to see him just run and uh, and you know oh. go crazy in the waves
1: he's gonna he's gonna be paradise Did, does he swim or uh, yeah
0: yeah, totally we oh, he he, oh. he started so hey you know what here's a cool fun fact. so labs are excellent swimmers, and uh-huh. so labs have webbed feet. I never knew this like a, a traditional lab has webbing between their toes. And that's one of the things that makes them great swimmers. When you have a Labradoodle, depending on what happens in the DNA in the dog, you can have some Labradoodles that are not great swimmers because they don't inherit the webbing from their lab Mm -hmm. descendant. I found this out from a random guy on a beach who I ended up talking to up in the interior when we were at a lake this summer. And uh, he goes, he he starts talking about this and he goes, what about your dog? I said, I have no idea. So anyways, he picks my dog up and he shows me and our dog has webbed feet. And so, uh, as it turns out, he had never, our dog had never swim to that point cause he was younger, but we, uh, we brought him in the lake. And as it turns out, he's a, he's a very good swimmer.
1: Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. You know what? I, 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 I think I, I, I would yearn for Ali to to swim someday. Like it's, uh, she, she, she just wades in the water, but she will not go and swim. And it's just, I, I don't, I, I think I have to jump in the water with her to, 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 to make it easy, but there's some places that train dogs how to swim as well. So I'm just looking forward to that. But I think, you know, going going back to your dog, so, so what's your dog's name?
0: His name is, well, full name, you know, cause we're very proper in our family. His full name is Maximus, <laughs> but we call him Max.
1: <laughs> Maximus. I love we
0: we call word. him, we actually call him Mouse. Because when he was, so he's partly because he's definitely not the dominant of the litter. He's a, he's a very agreeable, non-assertive personality. But when he was, I think less than a month old or no, that, that wouldn't be the case. He would have had a shot. So he's probably two months old, but he's just a tiny little puppy. He goes on his first walk. And as it turns out, Kristen, my wife, she's walking him like, you know, down this trail that happens to be right by this farm. He finds a mouse, a dead mouse, of all things, and he gets it in his mouth. And, of course, he's not trained at that point in time, and she's trying to get it away from him. And right in front of her, he just swallows the thing whole. And, of course, we're concerned the mouse has got poison, so then we're off to the vet, and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he gets his stomach pumped, and he's fine. But as a result, we call him Maximus
1: right right all that action that 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 that's cute though but, but that's
0: i i really really like maximus and so that's
1: actually a nice name i, I if i had a dog i'd probably call him maximus by full name
0: yeah we and we do oh well when he's when he's yeah. in trouble he gets maximus <laughs> he gets, he
1: gets. <laughs> i know what you mean I know what you mean maximus yeah
0: yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. he he gets it he gets it when we need it but you know most mostly it's just max or whatever right
1: Right, right. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's incredible. Like it's, but you know what? It's just the the, the New Maximus Maximus He's gonna see the ocean. My goodness, it's it's that that joy, uh, that that little moment. You've got to capture that. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah, it's I, gonna,
0: yeah, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna blow, it's gonna blow his mind. You know, I just hope, <laughs> I just hope those darn kids don't get in the way of me trying to enjoy time with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely,
1: <laughs> no, no, you it's gonna be
0: incredible. It's gonna be great. <laughs> what was, uh, how, how long you gone for? Uh, we're going for five days. So we're staying. I don't know if you know the area, but there's a place called Pacific Sands, which is kind of like in between Tofino oh, and Ukule. Yeah. It's a great, great spot. We've been there once before and uh, we're, we're kind of just over the long weekend. So we got, we got this last minute, like nothing was available, right? Like you, like, I don't know. But what happened was, is I got this like idea from somebody that I should just keep calling because there was going to be so many Americans canceling their bookings. Right. Sure enough, like a couple months ago, like, or not even a couple months ago, a month and a half ago, I would call every day. And every single day there was new openings because of the Americans canceling. They told me, one lady I talked to who worked there, she said that upwards of 50% of their bookings were Americans at certain times. Wow. It actually wasn't difficult. I just had to call every day and then, you know, we got what we needed. And um, yeah, excited to go because I haven't been to Tofino in a long time.
1: Wow! Oh yeah, you know, you, you know what? It's it's funny because we, uh, I, uh, we had booked Pacific Sands uh, uh, earlier on in the year as well, and and uh, it was like just 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 at the beginning of lockdown this year, it was like, ah, I got to go in the winter time. They, they, I called because there was so much guilt, because you know, because uh, Tofino, you've been hearing like small towns, totally, like you know, these totally. guys are gonna, you, yeah. they're just rage, you, right? Yeah. So you know, the caller so calling this amazing man, the you know friend, like you, know, you know, you have no idea what it would mean to us if he came i was like what <laughs> really he's like yeah i know there's a bit of a you know, political riff this that it's like i know I, I want to i would love to he goes yeah we we had 95 percent cancellations because of uh travel ban but
0: wow there's
1: a, it's a big resort you could stay pick a litter you pay the same thing stay wherever you want to stay oh my goodness i, like, oh, oh, I know so I'm, I'm just so, so jealous that you guys are, you guys calling some last minute. That's a beautiful resort. Like that's, that's an amazing place.
0: It's yeah. Great spot. Great beach. It's located perfectly. If you ever go back there, maybe you've stayed in this, this spot, but if you, you know, I'm sure you'll go back someday, stay in the sand dollar suite. Have you heard, have you heard of that? Like, you know how they have different room categories. So it's it's not, it's not one of the townhouses. It's kind of, it's in like the condo-y type building, but it's it's got a beautiful big deck, a hot tub on the deck. Uh, I think it's a two bed and it's like incredible view out of the, I mean, a lot of them have beautiful views, but like this, that unit is amazing. We couldn't get it this time. We're in, uh, you know, we're in one of the, the townhome units, which is great for our family. But the Sand Dollar Suite is, uh, it's my favorite spot if you can get it when you go there.
1: Sand Dollar suite. Uh, oh you can look God, it up when I you're on the website.
0: To. You can see the sand yeah, dollars. Like yeah. they have the floor plan, everything. It's it's a great spot. Oh,
1: it's dreamy. <laughs> it's actually dreamy. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I'm actually looking at it right now. Oh, there you go. It's <laughs> good. So uh, it's good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super happy for you though. Super stoked. You're gonna have a great time. Uh, you know. And, uh, especially in the long week and you score something for tofino like i gave up like you know, i know like...
0: and and the forecast i think i think it's going to be like for tofino this is warm the forecast oh. is supposed to be like 23 24 degrees which is incredible oh jeez, it's
1: just uh, anyway stop it i'll stop talking <laughs> I'll gonna... stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good uh it's great though happy for you that's awesome
0: hey man i've uh i'm just i'm looking at the clock i've taken more than an hour of your time and uh That's I don't know. I I feel like we should uh, we we should wrap it up. Definitely plan to do this again another time. But um, uh, this has been awesome. um, Yeah, absolutely. We we have more in common than we knew, maybe.
1: Absolutely. I'm telling you, like and, and, and the invitation remains, remains open. You, yeah, you know, your wife, or, or just by yourself, you come to Vancouver, just just uh, holler at me and we'll 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 huddle up, show you some things around. Like, it's it's incredible, you know, maybe you may or, may or may not like it because Main Street's uh, culture or vibe is totally different than downtown, really. It's super laid back, yeah, super laid back, but but it, it can give you the creature comforts that you you crave, say, you know. Uh, in, in, say, Blue Water Cafe. Like, there's an incredible few restaurants that are open on Main Street, high-end, super, super nice food. Huh. But yeah, lots, lots of incredible things. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the, keep it open. So it's gonna, just let me know.
0: It's going to happen. Yeah. This isn't going to be one of those moments either where I say, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do that. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's 100% going to happen. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm all over it. I'll, uh, I'll reach out. We'll set it up. I can't wait. Okay, thanks, good. buddy. I. Appreciate you your time. time, and we will uh, see you again soon. Absolutely, have a good time.
1: Okay, take
0: care. Okay, you too. All All right, right. Bye. bye.